You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. Welcome to Changing Lives. We are changing lives with the Word of God. I'm glad you joined me today, and I'm excited once again for the Word of God. I'm going to continue in sharing about uh, flowing in discernment. Um, And if you didn't get a chance to listen to the previous podcast, go back to listen to it because it really sets the stage for, for the one today that we're talking about. But we've been talking about discernment, and it's so powerful and how discernment uh, is something that we need in the earth today. We need for ourselves, you know, um, and that um, discernment is basically um, the ability to discern between or to, to decide or know the difference between what's true and what's error and what's right and what's wrong. And, um, and, and I, sometimes I explain it as that knowing in your spirit, um, but just being able to detect and, and, and to pick up and to sense um, you know, uh, what you need in order to govern your lives. And so, so it's important, um, for, you know, the believer to be flowing in this. And, and so it's for every believer, um, is a difference between the, uh, what you've given as a believer that, that every person has then the gift of discernment. And, and we're definitely going to talk about that today. Um, but it's important to recognize that it's, it's, it's on you for you to mature and develop. And just as in Hebrews, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the fourth chapter, no, actually it's Hebrews. Wait a minute, let me get it right. <laughs> in Hebrews, it tells us about how we mature in the word of God, right? And so in that maturing in the word of God, we um, uh, we, we go from eating just regular milk, okay? Uh, Hebrews, the fifth chapter, the 14th verse is where it's at. Um, it's, so we go from eating solid, um, uh, drinking milk, because you don't eat milk, you drink milk, but from drinking milk to eating solid food, and that is the mature Christian. The mature Christian is one that that grows and develops and begins to practice and exercise um, discernment to know the difference between right and wrong, um, and and good and evil. And so, um, and so that's important for every believer to be able to operate and flow in that. And um, in the last podcast, we also learned, you know, that. Um, it, it correlates to the mysteries. Not knowing certain things is is a terrible place to be in when, you know, because sometimes people say, you know, ignorance is bliss. No, it's not. <laughs> when you don't know and aren't able to discern certain things, no, you you can fall in error. And it can also be um, life-threatening at times. And so, so God gives us these tools, which one of the tools that he gives us is discernment. Um, and he lets us know that in first Corinthians, we talked about in the second chapter where it is given unto us to know the mysteries, the mysteries of the kingdom and to, to have enlightenment and insight and, uh, to be able to know and to discern, um, you know, and, and that it helps us, um, you know, to even know how to be greater intercessors. Okay. So intercession is not just something that's just for someone that is termed an intercessor. Okay. Just like you should have the spirit of discernment or be able to discern as a believer, intercessing is just, is just that heightened level of, of, of prayer. 
you know, that every believer should have. You should start out, you know, you praying, you may pray, pray simple, you know, quick, short prayers, and you may be a little embarrassed when you first start out. But then as you develop in your relationship with God, you don't have any shame about your interaction with God. And that's what prayer is about. But it's something you know that every single day, all throughout the day is what I do. I pray about things. I intercede on the behalf of others. Um, and and so, um, so that should be a part of our spiritual growth um, and a part of maturity for a believer. And so, um, so, so we have that insight, we have that inroad, um, to, to know we don't have to be in the dark and we don't have to be wondering, you know, God, you know, God gives us everything. The word of God tells us that he's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. And so if we are to live this godly life here on this earth, he's not going to have us in the dark. He's not going to have us not knowing, okay, is this right? Or is this wrong? No, we're going to know the difference because of our connection to him and being in the spirit and being led by his spirit and him showing us how to flow in discernment. Okay. Um, and so uh, in, in the word of God, in Jeremiah 33, it tells us this, call to me, Jeremiah 33, verse three says, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things fenced in and hidden, which you do not know, do not distinguish and recognize, have knowledge of and understanding. But he says, if you call to me, he's going to show you those things, those things that are hidden, those things that are fenced in, those things that you haven't distinguished between, that you don't recognize, you may not have knowledge of, and you may not even understand. But he said, just call unto me and he will show you great and mighty things. And so, and so, um, when you call unto him, that is a part of praying and intercessing. So when you're praying and you, and, and, and you're, um, uh, interceding, you're calling unto God. He is the one that has the answer. He is the one that sees everything and knows everything. And so as his children, he's going to give us those, uh, those mysteries and those secrets. Amen. Um, in Psalms 119, 125, I've been reading from Amplified in both uh, scriptures. I am your servant. Give me understanding, discernment, and comprehension that I may know. And so, um, and so this particular scripture lets us know that uh, when we when we pray, we ask, God's going to give it to us. Amen. And so he's not going to hold us back from that. And um, towards the end of the podcast, I'm going to share a particular prayer that is just a, a prayer that um, that is going to be very powerful for you and flowing in your era of discernment, okay? And it's found in the word of God, all right? Um, and so, you know, as we're learning more about discernment, um, and we know that discernment is, is something that has been given to us by God, and we also learn that um, the Holy Spirit, he is the truth specialist, and truth um, is a revealing of what's true, what's right, you know, it exposes what is wrong. And so, so he, so therefore he's also the discernment specialist, right? So we know that a specialist, someone who is a guru, that means they know about their skill. They're highly skilled. They're at the top of their field. Hallelujah. And so the Holy Spirit is that he is the truth specialist. And so guess what y'all, we have access, we have connection, we have a relationship with a truth specialist. So why should we ever be groping in the dark? Why should we ever be uh, 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 in a place where we simply just don't know and we're we're wasting 
um, sleepless nights. We're having sleepless nights and wasting our time trying to figure out something. And we don't know. Um, when we ask God, he said he will give us to, to us. He'll show us great and mighty things. How does he do that? He does it through the Holy Spirit. And so this is awesome. And so the Holy Spirit, he gives discernment regarding evil and deception. He enables believers to stand firm by discriminating between the good and the evil and the truth and the lies. Perfect scripture is, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free from out of John, the eighth chapter, the 38th verse. Right. And so it shall set you free. So that knowing is that knowledge, that information, those nuggets, those hints, those um, mysteries that he reveals to us. Okay. And, um, you know, in John, the 14th chapter talks about how the spirit of truth, when he comes and he's already come because Jesus already ascended into heaven and he tagged him with the Holy spirit and the Holy spirit is living in the earth for him today. And prayerfully he's living on the inside of you, not just around us, but in us, if we receive the baptism of the Holy spirit. So we have that cutting edge, glory to God. And so we're able to, you know, look at in John, the 14th chapter, where it says that the Holy spirit, he only does what is the will of the Father. And the will of the Father, he reveals truth. He exposes truth. He, he releases the mysteries, right? So he will only speak that which he receives from the Father. That's in the word of God. And so, so we thank God that we have the Holy Spirit on our side, that he is able to help us to discern what's going on, okay? And so, um, and so, so even as we uh, briefly begin to look at, you know, the difference between um, just discernment that uh, that every believer should have and the gift of discernment, discerning of spirits. Um, uh, we find in First Corinthians, uh, the twelfth chapter, where it talks about the spiritual gifts and it talks about how the spiritual gifts are given to uh, to us uh, as the Spirit wills. And, and some of us are able to flow in certain gifts. And, and I believe every believer get, receives gifts. Um, not every believer has all the gifts there, not necessarily. Um, but I believe some believers, just like specialists, like a specialist doesn't know everything. And, and I believe God sets it up that way so that we can, and even in that same chapter, you know, when you go on, on you know, to 13, 14, you know, chapter of First Corinthians, um, it, 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 it shows that every joint supplies and that we need to each other. We depend on the head doesn't know, you know, it, it doesn't, it's not able to function and do everything that the hand and the, and the feet and, 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 you know, and the internal organs and all of that does, but every joint, every part of us supplies. And so God sets that up the same way in the body of Christ. And so, but he gives those gifts and the word talks about coveting the gifts. I mean, if you're going to covet, if you're going to want something bad enough, so bad that you, that you willing to go after it, you should cover the gifts. Okay. Which means that when you pray for the gifts, um, that God, God is going to honor them. Uh, but it's still the spirit's will, what gifts he's going to give us based on the bent that we have in us, you know, based on his desire for us, because we, we, we want to flow and operate according to his good, his will, his desire, right? And so we allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to us the gifts that God has given us. And so some of us find through discovery as we grow and we mature that we have a strong um, gifting 
in certain areas. And so when you look in um, 1 Corinthians, it talks about um, uh, diversities, there are diversities of gifts. So you have the nine spiritual gifts and you have, um, you know, so you have um, uh, you have the, the, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, you have prophecy, you have tongues, interpretation of tongues, you have the word of, 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 of um, you have working of miracles, um, and you have, um, uh, forget the last one, but, but of course, discerning of spirits is one of them, okay? Word, uh, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning spirits, gift of healing, okay? And so those are all in the uh, 12th chapter of, of Corinthians. But in the 10th, uh, uh, the fourth verse, it says, now there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit, which means the Holy Spirit, he is the one that administers the gifts. And so it goes on to say there are differences of administration. And so he he is the administrator of the gift. He gives the gifts, okay? But the same Lord, and there are diversities of operations, so they may flow in different ways, but it's the same God which worketh all in all. And then it says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. And so thus we have in that line of the nine gifts is the, is the discerning of spirits, okay? And so as we look at the difference between the discerning of spirits and having um, the ability to, to, to discern certain things or having discernment, every believer operates and functions with discernment, um, but then there, there's the gifts of the discerning of spirits. So discerning of spirit is the God-given ability to detect and distinguish between the presence and the identity of good and evil spirits. Um, when you have the, the gift of discerning of spirits, God can reveal to you presence of principalities, of powers, of rulers, of the darkness of the world. That's coming from Ephesians, the sixth chapter, and even dealing with wicked spirits in heavenly places, okay? And um, But it's not always evil spirits that you discern. You can discern good spirits. And so you may be able to discern angels. Um, when they're ministering angels, you know, as in Hebrews 1.14, it talks about ministering angels sent forth to minister to those who um, who are heirs of salvation. And guess who they, that is? Who are the heirs of salvation? It's us, right? And so we're able to discern, you know, if you're flowing in that gift of discernment, then you can discern even when an angel is ministering uh, to you, you know? And so to me, that's high, that's a heightened level of, of, of discernment which deals with more of a specializing in dis- discernment. Okay, so it's different between a general doctor. A general doctor may little know a little bit about, you know, um, different things, and then you have a heart specialist. You have, uh, you know, um, a, a, um, you know, a, a nerve specialist. You know, or just whatever. But they're, they're at the heightened state of understanding and 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 knowing the ins and outs and the higher deeper things pertaining to discernment. And that's, and that's pretty much when you're dealing with the gift of discernment. Okay. And, um, and so, 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 so it's important to, to understand that. Uh, and, and if you feel like, you know, or if you sense rather not feel, you don't go, by, we're not going by feelings, but if you sense in your spirit, which means your spiritual senses, and we'll talk about that a little bit too, before we cap off this podcast, because I believe that that's important for us to have an understanding of that and how to surrender that to, to the Lord. And so, so it's important for us to, to, to recognize that, um, that gift of, of, of discernment, um, is, is, is more specific to those that by discretion of the Holy Spirit that, and through God, that it, that is gifted to certain people. 
Okay. And so, um, and so that's, we just have to receive that and accept that by God, that God, you know, has certain people that specialize in certain things. It's just like in the natural, there's certain people, everybody doesn't have it all. And, but every joint supplies and we need each other. Right. Okay. And so as I go on to talk about discernment, um, we also know in the word, I mean, I gosh, how, how can we know anything about the Holy Spirit, anything about God, anything about the sermon, anything about the spiritual gifts, except we go to the word of God. That's where we get all that information and knowledge. And we gain that revelation um, as we hunger and thirst for more insight and not just words that are on a page or in the Bible or not just head knowledge, but we seek to gain understanding so that we can know how to apply it to our lives, we get revelation, right? And so in Hebrews, the fourth chapter, the 12th verse, it says, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. I love this. Piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart, okay? And so... um, so this is awesome because when you look in this scripture, it's dealing with th- our three-part being, a soul, our soul, our body, and our spirits, right? And so as we're dealing with our soul, our bodies, and our spirits, it, it, it's, it's powerful how the word of God is able to separate all of that. And oh my goodness, oh, how we need the word of God, because we know that we can be in a state where sometimes our soul is just overwhelmed and trying to dominate our spirit. And then there's times when our, our bodies, our, 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 our flesh, you know, is trying to dominate our soul and our spirits. And we know as Christians that our spirit man should be the dominant man. Okay. The spirit man, we're led by the spirit. And as we are led by the spirit, then we're able to fulfill and please God in our everyday life. And so in here, it talks about how the the word of God, how quick it is, how powerful it is. It's sharp so much that it's able to separate, okay, spirit, soul, and body, glory to God. And then it goes on to say, um, and it is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So the more you get the word of God, the more you know about the word of God, then the more you're able to discern because it's on the inside of you. And when you see things begin to, um, to play out, whether it be, uh, through conversations, whether it be through motives that are on display or somebody's intending, or even in partnership, uh, through, uh, interaction with people, everyday interaction where somebody's maybe trying to teach you something or share something or say something to you, or somebody may be trying to deceive you, but you're able, because you know, the word of God, no, I discern that that is not you know, that's not pure. That's not right. That doesn't line up with the word of God. So that is a major part of the sermon is the word of God that we know, okay, that's able to help us discern. And so it's so important, but keep that in mind, spirit, our spirit, our soul, and our body. Because as I go to to the close of this podcast, I'm going to share about how we see that in another passage of scripture and how it all connects to dealing with discernment. So it's so important. So so we need discernment in our lives, okay? Plain plain and simple. Okay? So 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 you know there's there's things in the world that now is beginning to be such a blurry line between 
what's good and what's evil because the world is beginning to call what's evil good. It's okay. It's nothing wrong with it. You know, and so and so we're beginning to to see how what's what what used to be right is no longer you know, as big as a deal because there's so many things that are being, ex- that are wrong, that is being accepted as right. That can be confusing, you know, and especially as you're growing and you're, and you're learning, uh, in the, um, you know, as a Christian, um, you, you, you have to have that discernment because if you allowing the world's, uh, way of, of discipling or deciding on what's right and what's wrong, what's good and what's bad, then you are more greatly influenced by the world. So if, 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 if you pattern your life out of, uh, from what you see, from what you hear, from what you smell, you know, those things that you go, that, are, that, that you are experiencing through your natural senses, then you're going to have a tendency to side on what seems like it's good. So it must be okay. And, and that's not necessarily the case. So we know that the enemy, he, he is sneaky and um, he wants to blur the lines for us as believers. So we, so we're, so we have trouble with knowing which way to go. And, um, and, and so that we can't see um, what's obvious, you know, and, and, and there are times when it's going to be like, okay, now which way do I go? You know, when, when, when you want to partner with somebody, whether it's a business deal or whatever it may be, or, or maybe you meet somebody new and whether it's a male or female, opposite sex or whatever, whether, you know, it's a potential for dating to possibly be marriage material, material I don't know, but, or it could be just a relationship, just friendship that's, that, 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 you know, it could be a potential for that. You still need to have discernment because when you come in contact with people that you don't know, um, and you don't know their history, you don't know their character and you are just learning about them. Um, you know, sometimes people can be very deceptive. Um, and so, but, but again, we don't come with skepticism. We don't come with suspicion. We come with, with, okay, discernment because that's how God let us know. So right off the bat, when we're flowing in discernment, we're able to discern and simply be ourselves. We don't have to put our detective hats on and get our magnifying glass and, you know, act like, you know, be suspicious and mysterious. No, because we flow in discernment and, and because we have that relationship with God and we have that closeness with the Holy Spirit, he's able to allow us to just be who we are and we're able to just flow and we're able to discern. Sometimes you can come from a conversation and the Holy Spirit can begin to speak to you. I mean, I know that sometimes there are people who even come to the church and there are people who want to get close in and even get close into me. And so I don't want to have a, 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 a guard up so much that I'm, I'm blocking people off. Or when I meet new people in the faith, I don't want to block people off because I don't, I don't want to position myself to, to, you know, to be hurt or whatever. No, I want to, to be able to be who I am. And for them to discern who I am and I'm able to discern who they are and we can discern if this is a God connection. Um, and if, and, and if it's something that we are to cultivate and to nurture into a, a greater type of connection or relationship or partnership. Okay. So I'm telling you, you have discernment, then you're able to, you know, even when you partnership with people with business and all that, and you have discernment, then you're able to to flow and and receive from the Holy Spirit. I mean, he will download things to you. Sometimes he'll download things to you 
when you sleep at night in a dream, he may tell you or show you a, show you a vision of something and he will reveal or, or expose different things. I mean, for me, I've had different situations where I'm in this discerning, well, I'm not quite sure where this person is coming from. Because sometimes people can, you know, they may have character flaws, but it doesn't, it's not something that that is morally wrong. Okay. They're, they're, they're growing and they're learning and they're developing in that area. I believe all of us have character flaws where we need to develop certain things. But when you're dealing with integrity and moral excellence and, 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 um, um, difference between right and wrong. And you just, you just choose the wrong side because that's where your heart is. That's different than somebody who may error in something and, and they're doing it and, and not doing it on purpose. You know, they're doing it, they're learning, they're growing, they're stumbling, they're falling, but, but they're getting back up and they're learning and growing from that. So that's different. But I've had times when, when God has, you know, I say, well, God, let me know. Cause I don't want to just, you know, hold this person at bay or, or whatever. I, I, you know, I want to embrace, you know, relationships because I believe that when I, you know, that God sends relationships our way, you know, that we, um, that, that, that can, we can benefit mutually you know, from those relationships. So I just asked the Lord, I said, Lord, show me, you know, um, is, is this something I should know, you know, about this person? Is, is it something, you know, um, that is okay? And the Lord just let me know they're good. They're good to go. They just have things that they're working through, you know, and, and I'm glad that the Lord showed me that because that relationship has become a very beneficial relationship, you know? And, and, and so so the sermon is very necessary. It's very much needed for us, but you can, you, you will find every day that you're going to need the sermon. And it's something that we ought to really seek um, the Lord from every day of our lives. Um, as I mentioned, I wanted to close out this podcast relating to surrendering ourselves to the Lord and picking back up on those, the three-part being that we are, spirit, soul and body. Okay. And, um, and Romans 12, that's another scripture that, that shows us that our spirit, soul, and body are, um, fully operating and into intertwined with one another and interacting with one another. And they, and, and they each influence one another and prayerfully our spirit man is influencing our soul more than our soul and our physical part of our being is experience, influencing our, our spirit. Okay. And so, um, and so in Romans, the 12th chapter, a lot of us are familiar with it, but let's look through it with, uh, lenses, uh, as if we've never seen it before so that we can extrapolate or get from this particular scripture, the truth that we need to know about our spirit, soul, and body, and how important it is that we need to be able to surrender all that's connected to that. Okay. So therefore I urge you brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And then the second verse goes on to say, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds that you may prove what is the will of God, what, what the will of God is and what is good, acceptable and perfect. And so we look in that. And so present your bodies. That's the physical part of us. OK. And then it goes on to say um, uh, uh, present it as a living and holy a sacrifice acceptable to God. And then it goes on to say and don't be conformed 
um, to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And your mind, that's that soulish part of us. That mind part, that soulish part of us includes your mind, your emotion, your will, your intellect, your reasoning, all of that. So that's that soulless part of us. Um, and of course, our spiritual service is our spirit, man, um, uh, rising up and, and, and leading our soul and leading our spirit. So, but I want you to hone in on present, okay? Because that is critical for us, that we present, when we present ourselves to God, every day that we get up, we should present ourselves to God, um, that we're all in, that we're living, that we're, we're giving ourselves as a sacrifice to him um, because we want to be acceptable to, acceptable to him. And we want to prove his will. We want his will to be done, right? Again, we go to um, uh, the prayer in Matthew where it says, your will be done, okay? Uh, give us this day our daily bread. Um, we, we talk about how we want um, heaven to come down on earth, right? And so if heaven comes down on earth, you can best believe his will is going to be done. So not my will, but your will be done, okay? And so when we present our bodies to of the Lord and we present our souls to the Lord and we present our spirits to the Lord, then we're able to allow him to, to fulfill our, his will in our lives, okay? And, and, and so that is critical. If not, then what happens is this, is we become enslaved, okay? And so, um, and, and so when, we, we, when we don't present our bodies, then we get tangled up into impurities, sexual things, sexual simulation, things that we want to see on TV that stimulates us sexually, um, pornography, those types of things stimulate us, okay? And let me tell you something. Uh, this is what I discern and, and, and you can best know that this has been happening. And, and because we've been behind closed doors a lot, you know, during this pandemic, sure. We understand that we've have not all been able to be in church. We have not all been able to be out in the open. And sometimes that, that a lot of times that environment helps to keep us in check where we're able to <laughs> hold each other accountable. But when you're behind that screen, when you're behind that, you know, you know, when you're in your car and you're listening to these podcasts, I can't see you. I can't talk to you. I can't interact with you. And so there's certain things that you're not being checked on. So sometimes when you're not being checked on with certain things, the, the, the flesh will have that tendency to either fall back into all ways or we can position ourselves to be in a place where doors can be open, where the enemy can get in there. So we've been in front of the TV a lot more than we've been. We've been, you know, exposed to the internet a lot more than we have. And so there's a lot of good, but there's also a lot of bad. And so if the enemy tempts us or we're curious about something, then we're going to click that button or we're going to flick that channel to certain things or we're just leisurely, you know, we got our guards down and we're just relaxing. And so, 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 or, or we have idle time then our soulish part of us and our fleshy part, our physical part of us is going to begin to lean towards satisfactions and cravings or um, um, uh, curiosities that we would not normally expose ourselves to. And so I know that some of us have found ourselves in positions or have slidden into those snares of the enemy and, um, 
And, and I, I want you to be aware of that this is what has happened. So sometimes we listen to the music that will pull us towards those things that will cause us to think, think about naked women, think about, you know, sexual things. Come on now. I mean, we, somebody got to talk about it because we as the body of Christ need to be set free. Right. So what you hear, because because we're you, faith comes by hearing. And then the latter part of that scripture says, pretty much, I see it this way. You need to be hearing by the word of God, right? Because it's a principle that what you hear and what you keep on hearing, you will get faith from. So if you're listening to music that's got all kinds of profanity and negative messaging, or if the message is laden by a a uh, a person that ha- has is singing about something that is has depressed them or embittered them or implanted unforgiveness in our heart or revenge or whatever it may be, then if you keep hearing that, then it's gonna it's gonna find its way in your heart. Same thing with what you see. Um, you 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 compromise and you say, well, it's okay if I if I look at this, it's nothing wrong with it, you know. Um, it's just a little bit of 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 sexual ex, uh, uh, ex- explicitness or whatever you might call it. Um, but then that appetite begins to develop because you begin to develop your senses to be okay. Well, that's not so bad. Then you know, just let me just you know, open it up just a little bit more and you begin to expose yourself to a little bit more. And before you know it, it has become a part that has gripped you and snared you. And the devil is a liar, right? Because he's fed into you to make you think just a little bit is okay. It's 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 going to be all right. Same with drinking and alcohol and, and you know, and, 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 and activities that you already know are hanging around people that, you know, that, um, really aren't really fixed on the things of God. What kind of company have you been keeping? Okay. So these are things that we kind of have, since we had that discernment at the beginning, oh, maybe I shouldn't, but then, you know, maybe somebody convinced you, or maybe you let your guards down and say, oh, what a little bit won't hurt. And then the more and more you got into it, the more you begin to push aside your discernment, and then your discernment began to get more dull to the point you don't even listen to the voice of discernment. Okay. And so now it's just you you have, you know, your conscience has been snared and 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 your and and, and it has become an enslavement to you. So I say all this because, because our spirit, our soul, and our body, it our soulish part and our physical part of us deal with the natural senses, what we see, what we hear what we smell, what we taste, what we touch, right? But if we learn to surrender those senses to God, because the word of God says we walk by faith and not by sight. And so that's a principle. So basically you could say we walk by our spiritual senses, which is faith, the spiritual senses that come from faith, not from our natural, okay? So we walk by the spirit, and not by the natural. You could say it that way, you know? So, but the word of God says we walk by faith and not by sight. So if you're going by what you see, if you're going by what you, what you, what you feel, um, what you can touch and, um, you'll never walk, but this walk of faith. Okay. And so we know the opposite of faith is fear. The opposite of faith is doubt and unbelief. And so you'll fall into all of those things. And so the opposite of that, of course, is not, 
believing in the word of God, not having faith in the word of God. So if you don't have faith in the word of God, then you open that door for all these snares that I just shared with you. And it's my prayer that 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 you awaken by uh, the spirit of truth and that you will recognize. And so I say to you, you know, repent before God, go before God. This is not a condemning message. This is a message to release the spirit of truth and the spirit of truth brings conviction. Okay. So that we can go and turn away from the wrong way that we're going. And so what I want to end with lastly is this particular uh, prayer that we've been talking about discernment, right? Flowing in the spirit of discernment. The Holy Spirit is our discernment, helps us He's this discernment specialist. The word of God is um, it brings discernment, okay, separates spirit, soul, and body. We learn how about presenting ourselves, our spirit, soul, and our bodies, and aligning our natural senses, what we see, what we hear, what we touch, what we smell, what we taste, um, aligning that up and getting surrendering that to, to God. Okay. But this is a, a, a awesome prayer to, to pray. And this is what our apostle has trained us up in, and it's very powerful. So I, I encourage you to, to get this particular scripture, Ephesians, the first chapter, the 17th through the 19th verse, and let this become your prayer guide uh, for your life. Because basically what it's, it's saying is it's, it's setting up um, you to receive downloads from the Holy Spirit, from God, God, our father, right? And so he's the one that says that, that is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom, right? So, but this prayer aligns with that and it opens you up to receive all that God has for you. So it reads, on, it reads like this, Ephesians, the uh, 17th, first chapter, the 17th verse says that the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the father of glory may give unto us the spirit of wisdom. And I, and I mentioned earlier that the spirit Wisdom is connected to to discernment. When you have wisdom, then you're able to discern, okay, Um, better, right? And so it says that the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, He's the one that gives us to gives this to us, may give unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. The more you know about Him, which you know and find out about Him through His Word through listening to the word of God, through listening to messages that are supported and undergirded and founded on the word of God, then the more you're able to receive that. But when you ask him, when you listen to the word, when you read the word of God, praying for that spirit of wisdom that comes from God, that revelation that comes from God, that knowledge and understanding. The 18th verse says this, that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance is in the saints. So the eyes of your understanding being enlightened so that those eyes are talking about the, the, nat, the not the natural, but the spiritual eyes, you know, um, so that we can be able to see. Um, and I ministered a, a, a podcast about seeing what God is saying. And that's through our spiritual eyes that we can see what he's saying, when you're able to see what he, he's saying, then he he shows you pictures. He shows you visions. He, he, he shows you his plan. He makes it plain. Hallelujah. And so we want that enlightenment. Then you're going to know what your calling is all about. You're going to understand your inheritance. Glory to God. And then guess what? In the 19th verse, you're going to know about the power. And this is what it says. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us with who believe according to the working 
of his mighty power. And so my prayer for you is that you'll grab a hold of this prayer and let it become your roadmap for uh, your desire and your hunger to get from God discernment, wisdom, understanding, knowledge. Your eyes be open. You'll be able to solidify your call. You'll be able to understand what's your inheritance. Glory to God fully, because some of us can say, yeah, I'm inheriting, you know, I'm getting going to heaven, but, but there are some things that we inherited now, you know, Jesus already died, you know, and, 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 and so a lot of times when you get your inheritance, you have to wait for somebody to die. Well, he already died when he took it a step further, he died and he was resurrected. So he really has secured our inheritance, glory to God. And so, so he's come back to life to make sure that we operate and flow and what's been given through us. All right. Through that title deed, right? And so we have an inheritance, but we're not operating and flowing in our full inheritance like we should. And through discernment, we're able to discern uh, fully how to flow and operate in our inheritance. And then the power that he gives us, the power that he gives us through the Holy Ghost, glory to God. And it's for us, it's for us as believers. And so I pray that you follow this prayer, that you get it in your spirit. I mean, for me, I go through periods where I will just have it written down and I will just go through it every single day. I'll recite it. I'll, 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 I'll memorize it. I'll, I'll speak it, but it's not just memorizing. It's soaking up the revelation knowledge that comes behind it. And so for me, I've gained great insight from it and it has helped me to see my inheritance from a different light. It has helped me to see my calling and the power that I have uh, within me, glory to God, that's to my advantage uh, in a greater light. And so that's all through discerning, okay, and discerning. And so I pray that you've been blessed by um, what I've shared with you. And and again, if you have, which I know you have, all right, so share with somebody else, really share it with someone else. You have relatives, you have friends that you know, they need this message. Um, and so share it, share about the whole podcast series, because I know that when God's word goes out, it sh- will not return to us void, right? Okay, so thumbs up, right? And then also subscribe if you haven't subscribed. And um, I know that you will continually be blessed. God bless you. And don't forget, flow in discernment. Hallelujah. God bless you. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org. And follow us on Instagram at Mount Gilead FGIM.